Hi, welcome to episode 97 of Book Off Banter. We're really sorry we missed a week. And I'm, to be honest, I'm probably going to be late putting this out as well. Um, I feel like my notes, I've got so many notes, like for this episode. And I, I was like, I don't, my brain is kind of all over at best times. I don't know how to give this episode any kind of tangible like thread. But anyway, we, um, I don't want us to like go too much into the whole um, <laughs> drama that Basically was. Basically, not being mentioned. The drama, the drama that was the gossip side. A bit of the, the gossip side. Um, um, but we. Let's start with news. Let's just. Oh, well, no, that was that was my news that we that we wanted to put an episode out because Carla was like, I don't want them to think that they've knocked us and that we aren't going to put an episode out as a result of what they've said. But then, unfortunately, our lives are just like fucking bedlam. This is not this is not for the pod. Like this is just fucking life. So yeah, I clipped pancake. So that I could ride Pancake, and Pancake had a show to go to. He was, I mean, he's always bad. We've talked about this. I talk about this every year. I whinge excessively. He was another motherfucking level. He ragged me around like I'd never been ragged around, resulting in a complete, like, spasm <laughs> of, like, oh, my neck, no. arm, shoulder, and back. So I was off my tree on painkillers. I don't know what I would have said. Like at one point I was sat at the kitchen table and I think I said something to Ben like, so just like, what's with all the cheese in the fridge? And he was like, To be honest with you, I'm really disappointed that we didn't record a podcast. (laughs) This is giving. That could have been our best episode ever. Probably would have been. Because you're talking now, you're going, oh, I was off my tick. And it would have made trouble. Like, like the shit we talk about is normal at the best of times. And like, <laughs> it probably would have been better. You should have said something about painkillers to me. Oh, sorry. You're a little bit quiet, which is not something I usually say. <laughs> How am I now? Yeah, probably a bit better. Is actually. it the hood? Yeah, I think it was the hood. Um, I thought I'd put the hood up to stop it sounding echoey because I sometimes sound quite echoey. And so I thought, oh, I'll put my hood up and that'll stop sounding echoey. I think that's better. Yeah, I think that's better. Um, if you sound worse when I'm editing, I'll be raging with myself. Um, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so you could have sent some to me and we could have just had a weird off and just seen who come out with the weirdest shit ever. Yeah. Can you imagine? The world would have imploded. Um, not you know so that happened um pan is very lucky that he wasn't my wanker of the week for that um what happened I touched my headphone i touched my headphone didn't i what was i saying i've forgotten now um you pan oh yeah pan is so fucking lucky that he's not my wanker of the week because the clipping debacle meant that it's been one chiro appointment, one physio appointment. Um, and I missed the show that was two weeks after I clipped him because I still could couldn't even ride. Like so how are you now? I'm like I'm like nearly better. I'm not like stuck in bed, which is 
a positive. And Ben was like, look, next year, just promise me that you'll pay someone to clip him. And I was like, I, was just, I said the same. I said the same thing. I was just like, pay the sedation, get the vet out, get him drugged up to the fucking eyeballs and then either do it that way or get about four tubes of sedaline down and we'll get some of the old PC. Was it PCP they were called? What they called them? White tablets they used to give them. It, it literally, it just doesn't sedate. It doesn't sedate. No, you couldn't pay anyone enough money to clip it. So anyway, I'm not going to whinge. I've whinged so many times by him. So that happened. That was thing one. Thing two, I'd really ill Sebastian. So that happened. That put off. And then we were set to do it on the Sunday. And about half an hour before we were going to do it, the power went off because of that storm, which prompted Henry to say, like, remember that storm where um, it, we had no power for about six days up here? Um, and uh, did I, were we not recording then? Did I not tell you that story? No, no, I don't remember this. We had no heating, no water, um, like nothing. And Ben's, how old was he? 93-year-old grander was living with us and was stuck, oh reclined God. in a reclining chair. What? He wouldn't unrecline. Um, Seb was seven months old and was like, it, it was just horrific. And do you know what Henry said? Oh my God, it's not going to be like last time, is it? When we had to live like the Victorians. And uh, I said, I'm sure it won't be that bad. And he said, because, you know, last time I had to eat chicken breasts from um, Tesco and they were quite spicy. I... <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't have to be on the phone to NSPCC, the old child line. Spicy chicken breath. What sort of animal are you? When you've that got was... no heating, light, or electricity, <laughs> and you're the audacity, the audacity to feed in cheek, uh, spicy chicken breath. That was us attempting to give him a warm meal by getting, you know, those like rotisserie chicken things. Yeah, I know the ones. And yeah. it wasn't spicy. It was like just had like seasoning, but he's so like fussy, like as an eater, that obviously for him, he was like, they've put seasoning on this. Like, and we were like, you've got to eat it because there's nothing else. Um, So, yeah. So Henry was like, it's not going to be like last. And I was like, what, where we were trying to keep a 93 year old and a seven month old alive and you had to eat chicken. You did get the 93 year old out of the chair, didn't you? He wasn't like stuck in that chair for six days eating spicy chicken. We did, like... but he did die quite soon afterwards. I think it pretty much finished him off. I'm, I'm, you know, like that laugh you do. When yeah, you're not he was po- no, he was poorly. Funny. He was really poorly. Uh, but it was just traumatic the whole thing. But obviously, worse for Henry with his with his issues. Um, Spicy chicken. I mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, you had the power cut. Yeah, so and what... so you were like, oh, power cut, and I wasn't completely understanding because I wanted to start a new box. For... <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hooray, you've got a power cut. <laughs> Good luck with the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah, have fun with your power cut. We should have a picture with a torch. And I'm like, I'm going to start a new box there. I like really stuck the knife in and turned it. Like, yeah, you can you. I'm just playing jig- two jigsaws by candlelight. And I'm going <laughs> to. We did actually. What did we play? We played, um, what's that game? Uh, blackjack, blackjack with them, with head torches on. Um, really? Yeah, while you were watching your new box set. Power back. 
it wasn't actually that bad. That I think it we were only off for like maybe five hours or something. I think it was. Um, no, no, no need the to joys of chicken. no, the joys of living in the countryside. And actually, it went off as we were eating a Sunday dinner. So it was. It Oh, was. so that was all then. Uh, It so you was just all got wash good. up. Look at look at Trevor looking Yeah, very proud of himself there. it does. Uh, it looks like a parrot. Um. He also sit on the shoulders, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that was and how our are lives. the ponies? But it was like it was very fucking annoying because then we're like, we we are not not podcasting. So I'm just I'm telling you that. Um, right? How are the ponies? Obviously, I've ridden very very little. Just prior to clipping pan, I have I've written this down because I wanted to um I wanted to tell you all that it was icy, and I took pan out. Um, I didn't take the babies out because there's one bit of the of the drive where the water runs over it, so it's like sheet ice on this one tiny bit of the drive, and everywhere else was fine. But you can go on the grass verge, so I was like, it's all good. Yeah. So I took pan down. went to go on the grass verge he put two feet in the grass verge and it was muddy and he decided that wasn't for him so he leapt sideways and put his back feet onto the sheet ice and immediately just started to like proper full-on cartoon like flail yeah like like bambi on ice yeah and you know when your literally heart is like really like i'm gonna die um and i was trying to get him like forward so that all of his feet would be on the grass verge yeah but he was obviously like that grass verge is muddy like i couldn't possibly he's not even one of those horses that's precious with mud but anyway um just that so one day when yeah it was mud or <laughs> exactly it was i think he's just an adrenaline junkie like i think he's just like what I think he might have hit the nail on the head. Uh, he was like, ice skating? I've not tried this before. Yay, here we go. Oh, you you got out there. I'm surprised you didn't go out there a week later. You got like on one of them Jamaican bobsleds, like the outfit. And he's like, yeah, I'm on. Because the show jumping is not working for me. It's not working for me. I'm off. I'm off to show the Jamaican bobsleds move. You'd have Manny like powering from behind. You're powerful, yeah. Manny. Come on. Push. <laughs> You could put together an equine bobsled team, no problem with the amount of horses you've got. Oh my god! Like Bougie and Mint would not be for that. They are not for that life. Um, it's the two old no, ones, no, not no, maniacs. No, yeah. Um, feathers would. Feathers would. So yeah. So um, I, like he reversed, sweeps so all four feet on the ice, and I was like, you know, when you're like, your brain's oh, going really fast. I was like, do I get off? Do I try and get off? But he was yeah. flailing. Anyway, he managed to get off the ice, but the like going back home. So I was like, okay, I know what I'll do. I'll go further up and I'll go onto the verge further up the road so we can't get onto the yeah. ice. What he did instead of doing that was it's a really steep bank at the side. He leapt from the bottom, like where the road is, to the top of like a vertical bank where there's the fence to the field. So I thought he was going to jump that like a Hickstead type scenario so I actually which you never do because it's so like ingrained in you as a rider to never scream but I was just like <laughs> and I think he thought fuck I've not heard I do that before so he span around just left back down onto the road you know so that oh no didn't a world of good anyway by this point I was like really getting cross with him 
So I managed to like wrestle him onto the verge, got him past on the way home. It was like he knew what was coming, just literally yeah. got a few strides away and just shot off straight over the ice. And like, oh God. It was as if to say, like, see, should have just let me do that in the first place. I was like, oh, oh what a prick. It's so, honestly, that horse, he's got a death wish, hasn't he? He's tight. He doesn't I'm, think like yeah, he's a normal. Sad. Yeah. Like, he's I've got just, no self preservation. No, you can't work with that. Like it's like Jazzy to be fair. Jazzy's a bit like that. Jazzy's a thick though. <laughs> it's just because he's a bit nice, but Tim. Um, so and babies that behave themselves. Yeah, I mean they've not really done a lot. Um, no, but but that's usually a good sign. Actually, I'll tell you what I did do, which is quite funny. Um, Sabuti so is a maniac when mint leaves to be ridden. Bougie right. doesn't. Bougie likes everybody to be either everybody out or everybody in. Yeah. Otherwise, he's business like that. Yeah. Everyone, he's everyone, really he likes upset. everyone where he wants them. Exactly. Yeah, or he gets quite angry about it, the whole situation. Yeah. So he races around a stable, rears at the partitions and books. So I had this bright idea of, you know, how some racehorses have therapy goats. And I thought, well, fucking God. Thanks. The goat is number one, a bell end. Number two, useless. So maybe it would be soothing. Give it a to job. Exactly. That goat is going to soothe anybody. <laughs> that goat's psycho. So I wrestled him into Bushy's stable. Oh my God. And off Poor I went. Bush. Off I went with Mint. Oh, well, no, because they do, they, the goat willingly puts itself in the stables with the horses randomly. And shares the hay. So that's like not, that's not uncommon. Yeah, I know, but he is a bit of a dick, that goat, isn't he? Oh, he's a total you dick. You sent me a video. Yeah, and I'm just like, I mean, Bougie can be a dick, but I do feel the goat would out dick Bougie. I don't know. It, that, I'd oh, say that, I'd say so? they're probably they're even. Yeah, I think all the horses and the goat are kind of like, <laughs> I'm bigger, you've got horns. I think it's a very like, let's not test oh, okay. it. Oh, so, okay. Is there. So, Bye. So it, it could have worked. So I, I I like your thought process now. So he's got his own therapy goat. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know what happened when I wasn't there. But all I can say is when I opened the stable door, that goat put sea biscuit to shame. It was out at stable quicker than if it had been shot from a cannon. <laughs> and the conditions of him saying, like... I couldn't even fucking tell it to calm down because he'll have been bleating away and Bougie'll have been like, I've got no fucking clue what oh it's saying. Oh, my God, like, adding to it. Yeah. I kind of feel like this was something that should, maybe should have been trialled. So, like, perhaps put the goat in, someone led Mint away, and you observe what... That. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of, I'm just gonna put it out there. That's kind of maybe what I would have gone with. Really, I do. That's gonna be that. that's gonna be on tattle now, isn't it? Goat cruelty. That'll be the next thing. Pair of bitches. <laughs> you got a goat in horse and didn't observe it first. What a um, bitch. <laughs> so so yeah. Um, that was that was that. Um, and then so did it work? It but you tried work. it, and you were doing it in his best interest. Yeah. I did think about getting him a mirror, but I think he would, he wouldn't get anything else done. Then he would just stand. Oh my god! You'd never get you'd never ride him. <laughs> he'd be there forever. You wouldn't be able to take him away. 
I, I would come with you, but I couldn't leave this fella. He's so I'm handsome. leaving my fringe. <laughs> That's, if you're ever wanting to jump like a poise hog's wall or something, you know, have you ever seen the ones with the long sticks with the mirrors? Yes. You just have one of them yeah. with a mirror on the end. You don't need a carrot. No. Just, just a mirror. And you go after his own reflection. That fringe, that fringe. <gasps> and then before you know it, you've jumped like eight foot. Yeah. Because he's just doesn't even realise it's there. So actually, look at his own fringe. I'm just, while we're on about looking at your own reflection, I didn't send you a picture, but I bought the most incredible boots and I did take a picture to send to you and I forgot. You, you did, the gold ones. The gold hug ones. No, they're, they're pink. This must have been when you... Oh, pink hugs then. No, shiny, I've got they? them now. I took a picture of them on my oh, feet. You already have them. Oh, I thought... I just thought... Right, Katie, them drugs are stronger than you remember. You did send me a picture of some pink shiny Uggs. And pink as I said, they were beautiful. Pink Uggs. And when Ben said, what's this Ugg box? I just said, well, I didn't go show jumping. But Uggs. And it was really weird because, do you know what it is? I felt really guilty and I hummed and hard. I mean, not for that long, but for a bit. I hummed and hard oh, yeah, about the purchase of the sequin Uggs that I don't need but want. And... And then I thought, isn't it weird how, because I got them from Vinted, so actually they were very bargainacious. Um, and I would also like to say that I got a parking Love ticket that I managed to wheedle out of, so technically they were free. But they were free. Yeah. They were free, yeah. But also, yeah. I didn't go to the show because I couldn't move. And that show would have cost me... So you me... did buy chips or photos? Yeah, well, or oh, did you the show. Oh, no, I hadn't entered yet. Oh, you, you hadn't already... Put... I'm such an eventer, and I'm like, even though I didn't go to the show, oh, you've lost your entry fee. But you wouldn't have paid your entry fee. No, so I, it was free. Oh, you're, so you're basically money up. Yes. You're basically well, I, I at this stage. But what was mental is the amount of, like, guilt and questioning that went into the Uggs when absolutely none went into the show. Isn't that crazy? See, this is a problem that I don't have. I don't feel any guilt with buying clothes or anything for myself. Oh, I really don't. Say, I, do. I mean, to be fair, I buy so many more clothes secondhand and whatever, and charity shops. So it's not really that relevant. But it's just, but that's I think that's a horse owner thing, isn't it? It's very horse ownerish to like have guilt about spending money on yourself, but you you'll spend a fucking fortune on the horse or whatever. Yeah, it was like it just popped in my head. It was like, I really wanted them. And I was like, I shouldn't get them. I shouldn't get them. I don't need them. I don't... Get them. And then I went, How you're not going to the show. Now? Well, I have not worn them outside yet because the weather's been too poor. I'm not prepared to risk them. Oh, yeah, you don't want to ruin them. Without yeah, cling film. They are absolutely beautiful. Um, I mean, beautiful. they. so the, the whole thing started was because. So um, I was supposed to be looking for are work you shoes. you going to blame me at this stage for something? No, I was looking for work shoes. Oh, I thought at some point the whole thing happened. I thought, here we go. It'll be something that I've done. I sent you a message. I sent you a picture. And that Pink was it. Next thing you know, Uggs. Work shoes. You can wear them to work. I mean, I don't know what job you do to wear them, but you they they could be work shoes. Well, I I mean, I don't think they're going to respond. No, no, I mean, just find find the job to fit the shoes. Find the job to fit the shoes. And it, mm. You know what? It's not the shoes problem that you know that they're not that they may not be suitable. Don't hold it against them. It's not the shoes problem. That's true. I'll tell that to Ben. Wear the shoes. Ben, I'm, I'm just gonna have Ben's to be really fine. careful. I'm just gonna have to be really careful. I can't drop anything on them, and then we're all good. 
get them yeah. like them blue like covers and put them over them get like yeah you can get covers from bottom of shoes get those it'll be fine wear the beautiful shoes i love them i think they're they amazing but yeah it just absolutely blew my mind it like it didn't it would never for a second it doesn't matter how skint we are it would never for yeah. a second cross my mind to be like i shouldn't do that shoe i would just be like if there's a yeah. shoe i want to do that's that's not real money that's like no it's show money necessary Monopoly spending money. yeah yeah it's mental um so i also find the closer i do things to my pay so like anything i sort of spend like in the first week since i've been paid that almost doesn't even register as being spent and then it's it's only like two weeks after i've been paid i start thinking about what things cost <laughs> that first week anything goes rockefeller anything. <laughs> Making it rain. Yeah. In fact, it's a true story about this. I went to get my car cleaned and um I rocked up and because it was a couple of days after payday, they go, Oh, I look at the thing, there's all these things starts at bronze, which is like just a quick hoover out and a and a quick jet wash, all the way through to gold. I thought <laughs> I'm doing that money flick thing with my hands, by the way, people. I'm like, let's go. I'll have your gold. I'll have your gold. Bring it on. I want your best. I want your ex. You get, you get a free air freshener with it. I thought, I want that free air freshener. Bring it on. Let's go. Quite embarrassing was when I went to pay, um, I did have to pay £10 extra on top because my car was so dirty. They had to get extra people in to help and it took them an hour. So it was meant to be 35 I thought, I need to get my car cleaned. Um, but it doesn't matter because it was supposed to pay day. It was a couple of days after payday, so doesn't even count as real money. And you got that air freshener. I got. I did get my free air freshener, and I'm helping the economy. Then people, you know, they can go and do their shop now because I've paid me extra tenner, forty five quid to get a, a mini cleaned. And that I won't even mind. It's muddy as fuck at our place. I literally drove up the drive yeah, and spilled it again. And then Trevor, Trevor's like he always barks at his reflection, gets angry at his reflection. It was so clean and shiny, you could see his reflection in it. So there's all these. Bloody paw prints all at the side where he's been attacking himself at the side of the car. Yeah, that's. And then we had the old pistachio, pistachio lord. He's been in there. That's another story. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. I, I, on them, um, I was working a night shift and I'd taken Oscar to um, cadets and I'd left a school bag in my car. So I messaged Sam and I said, I'm going to need a school bag tomorrow. So Sam's like, oh, well, when I pick them up, we'll swing past, we'll swing past A&E and we'll pick it up. So they said, oh, right, we're coming to A&E. So I go out with the school bag. My husband's got like a really big car. He's got like this big Audi with blacked out windows at the back. His Audi comes up, pulls up. My husband's driving. He pulls up. The rear window goes down, right? So I was expecting I was going to be sat in the front with Sam. He wasn't. He was sat in the back. So this blacked out rear window comes down. And when he'd been waiting before, because I went to the gym, he went, he'd got this big bag of pistachios and he'd been eating them. So this window goes down and he goes, and I go to hand my bag and he goes, where's my, where's my pistachios? And I was like, oh, they're not here. He goes, I wanted my pistachios. I said, well, I'm really sorry, they're not here. He just reaches out this window, takes the school bag off me, puts the window up, and then they drive off. Sam didn't even say hello. <laughs> Goodbye. It's like a drive-by. <laughs> and it was just the whole person in the back window, the black back window, where's my pistachios? And I was like, I don't know where. I'm still 
like I'm just in some kind of pistachio drug laws or something outside, you know, <laughs> be some sort of like gang leader. It felt like something I wanted to like mock, like out of a mock film. It was kind of the most bizarre. Uh, so, my family is so eccentric. They can't do anything normal. There has to be drama with everything. What a surprise. So, yeah, that was the so enter, a bit of tangent there. Sorry about that, Katie. No, enter, <laughs> speaking of you being eccentric, um, did I tell you that I'd started? So, we've just, uh, all right, insanely, we've just bought a business that we know nothing about. Um, because why would you not? Okay. <laughs> So we've just we've just bought a bakery. Um, I'm not a baker, but I should do. Never mind. You what? Um, you've watched Bake Off, so you're uh-huh. as good as it. Always you you critiqued them buns more than anyone else, so you can do this. I mean, how hard can it be? Like you know, it'll be fine. It um, it's not keeping me up at night. Um, and then just randomly, because this is how like insane my brain is. I was like, I think I'm going to sell greetings cards. And Ben was like, what do you mean? And I was like, God, I just no. think, so I've just started like randomly painting. I don't paint. I'm not an artist. I wasn't even good at art at school. No. I spend we have had this conversation. Every evening now, painting, it's quite good for me. It chills me out, except when it doesn't go right. And then it makes me much more stressed well, than I was before. So it's up and down. So Katie's then going... I've started doing this. I've started crafting. I'm doing this craft. Enter Carla. I've started crafting. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's funny you should mention that because I've started making something and it has progressed. I saw somebody on TikTok who was a proper cosplay person and she had made this amazing bodice with snakes on it. And she like modeled like this and it looked amazing. And I thought, I could do that. I don't know on what planet I was. I have never had any inclination of ever being able to do anything like that. What gave me the audacity to think I could carry it off? So I messaged Kate. I said, "Yeah, I've decided to." So I've ordered this bodice and a bucket of rubber snakes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if your dogs like get a hold of those, they'll be like ragging the end off them. Gone. Um, so that was where it started and it has progressed slightly. We'll carry on. We'll talk about this. It's going to be an ongoing thing. I feel this will be a series. So How we'll, long we'll are you anticipating with... it's going to take you to make? Well, I haven't started it yet. I have got the things and I keep looking at them and I get a little bit overwhelmed. I'm not going to let them beat me. I did make the mistake at work of saying, instead of saying rubber, I said real. So I said, yeah, and I've got this body. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stick real snakes to it. <laughs> She's gluing pythons to herself. And I was like, no, no, not real rubber. Uh so I do you know do you never think that people must look like your purchasing history and think what is she on? Fuck? Yeah. Oh like I thought that about my own Amazon purchase history today when I like you can see the fads that I go through. Of like yes, everything's yes. about that, then everything's about something else. Like yeah, yes. So anyway, I've decided. I think I've watched. <laughs> they do go for money. I'm making a fire eating outfit. I'm. Well, I am doing a fire eating performance for a friend at one of their parties. I need a really good outfit. Snakes will be like fire retardant. No, I won't be putting my flame near them. Absolutely not. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll have, I'll have someone on the side with a fire blanket. It'll be fine. 
Um, so I haven't started it yet. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. Um, yeah, I keep flip-flopping between a thing. I feel this will be an ongoing thing. Let's move on to my horses because now I'm a little bit embarrassed that I have started this project and people are going to be going, how's the corset, Carla? And I'm going to have to go, still haven't started it. No, Carla, you didn't start I had to start a bunch of cherries onto my Harry Styles soup. This exactly. is pretty much the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. Are you going to just stick them, like, with glue? I have got some strong glue and that was my first intention. Yeah, because it's so it'll be too hard. And I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Your snakes I melt mean, off. Well, I, don't, I send them to you and you can have a go. I've got to paint it or make it all the same. Color. I know how I want it to look. There's a vision in my head. Mm, I hate that because so. I get really strong visions and then I can't shoehorn yes. reality. Yes. But yeah. I'm, I'm manifesting it. It's going to work. For me. Yeah, I'm confident. I mean, honestly, I'm here for it. And then horses. Oh, which is wild. I do not know. Vince is just wild at the moment. Yeah, everyone's Absolutely lost the wild. They've just lost the run of themselves completely. Oh, my God. Yesterday, I rode him yesterday, and we got, like, I never, I would normally persevere, and he was just being a, such a dick. And then we got down, and he's quite noise sensitive anyway. And then there was this, I don't know what this guy was doing with this, like, tractor with this, like, trailer thing on, like, this draggy thing. And he was like dragging it backwards and forwards. And Vince was like growing by a hand every bit that we got closer. And I was just like, and I would normally persevere and just be like, right, you're going to walk past it. You're going to walk past it. And I thought, he's just nearly leveled the pair of us over a bale of straw that was where he should have thought he shouldn't have been. And so I just went, I haven't got the strength. I turned around and went back. I just went, I just thought, life's too short. And it will be even shorter if I try and get him to go past this thing. So we haven't done that. Absolutely. Had successfully pulled off. Well, I thought it was him pulling off both his hinds. So he's lost both his hind shoes. Okay. And I said to my farrier, I said, How on earth has he pulled off both the shoes? Someone won't else be is him, standing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been standing on them. So he's got over overreach boots back on his back feet, which is always a joy uh, when you first put them on because he walks like, <laughs> so funny. I'm going to take them off and keep them in for an hour and then. Turn them out, him out with them back on again, just to video it for people because I feel they need it in their lives. It's just <laughs> brilliant the way he walks. So there is that. This um, is such a dick. Got... It's not enough that he pulls his own shoes off. He's like, now I'm going to fuck about with his as well. Oh, I know. He is such a dickhead. He really is, and he just gets away with it. He just really does. And poor Jazzy, Jazzy's just like there. And one of the foot, as it, when it's come off, as it's come off, it's like made the foot like almost like a triangle shape. It's like taking quite a lot of the side of the foot. Uh, so the fact you can see the farrier thinking, oh, what the fuck am I going to nail this to? You yeah. know what I mean? It was just so, but she likes Jazzy. Um, and I don't think, I think as time's going on, the more and more she shoes him and has anything to do with it. She's like, not oh, my favorite horse, on my round. Um, but she puts up with him because I love him. So, yeah, it's it's all really fun. But they've both got an arena hire. Um, got to get this all changed on the lorry down. And then they go into an arena hire. Um, and it's my fre uh, friend's place. It's got these amazing jump for joy, cross-country fences and oh, whatever. Cool. So I thought I'd go there before we can cut going. But I do need to clip them. Um, but the way Vince was, I think we'll just hold on till maybe, I don't know, it gets a bit warmer oh or I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to put... I, I can't look at summer coat, but yeah, I have got a 
man the fuck up and just get them clipped and then get on. What about, you know, and those clippers that the showing people use where they don't, it doesn't like scalp them, it gives them like a summer coat? Vince has got quite a thick coat. So he does need to be tipped properly, I think, more than mm. pity. And he also has to have a whole lot off. Well, I'll leave his legs on. Jazzy, I'll, just, I'll get away with just a neck and belly with him because his coat isn't that thick. Yeah. So I'll get away with that. But Vince will sweat everywhere. That's like Pam. He's not careful. Like, he's the hairiest of all of them. Like, just, he's got a coat like a yak. Yeah. The difference a clip makes for Vince he he literally turns from Welsh mountain pony into a yeah. bent horse just with the run of the clippers. Yeah, it's he crazy, really does. It? it really makes a huge difference to him. So, because he looks ponyish when he's got his winter coat, and then all of a sudden we run the clippers over him, and he's got his summer coat. It's like, oh, it's beautiful again. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's not beautiful and he's hairy, but so yeah, but it's all good. I've got loads to do with them. I've just got the diaries just filling more and more up, and I'm having to like move shifts around at work and to fit it all in. So I'm just really looking forward to it but I'm just hoping that Vince can level on it slightly mm. the problem was I'd started getting them fit and I got to that stage of the fitness where they were starting to really feel the benefits of the fitting work yeah. I'd done and then I got the flu so yeah. they weren't ridden um so it's kind of like the worst time to get back on them isn't it when they just they're starting to get fit and then they've had some forced time off yeah you're better off getting on back on them when they're unfit aren't you and just keep them going but well, I was a I'm bit sure like, fine. so mine were, mine were pretty fit and then, and clipped, freshly clipped. And then it was really icy. So it ended up, I did that ride on pan, but then it became too icy to even like ride anywhere. The arena was mm. solid, everywhere was solid. Um, and then I clipped pan because I couldn't ride and then did obviously like mm. a number on myself. So then I was like, oh, I'm just going to fuck it off for a bit. Because I knew once you get back on it, they're going to go mental. So what's the point until you, like, can get back on and stay on? You know what I mean? Stay consistently on yeah. it, yeah. I what's think, the oh, point? I would be, I am able to now. And I think that's why I've got, I've, I'm going to have to almost, like, work oh, no. them up to being clipped. And just, yeah. yeah. Go yeah, through the pain. through the pain. And then go through it every year, don't you? Every year you convince, it's like childbirth, you convince yourself this time it'll be fine. And every year you find yourself second guessing yourself but yeah trying desperately to get to some stuff like so we'll get to this arena high I'll give them both a pop but that'll take that's all Vince will need to yeah. um be able to go to a show uh Jazzy probably need a little bit more work maybe a couple of lessons and stuff but yeah and then just I just want to start getting out to stuff really um uh yeah I've got I've got big plans so I've got to crack on crack the fuck on um I'm really lucky with Vince that I don't need I don't feel that he needs like loads and loads of lessons and training sessions. Yeah. He jumps better for just coming out and just jumping at a show. So, yeah, it's quite That's... nice. Just got to survive. We've got nothing really. Like we're really struggling to find stuff. We had we were supposed to be at a show like the weekend just gone. No, the weekend coming. Sorry, yeah, weekend coming. Um, and the yard got strangles, and we were supposed to be staying away. Oh. And then they, at the last minute, they put it back on, but we can't, like, operate. It takes so long for us to be able to, like, plan it, you know what I mean? And if they've yeah. opened it, it'd be all fine. But still, like, for us, it's just, is it worth it? Like, it's just not, you know? But that was literally the only thing I had in the diary. Um, So oh, no. it was a bit shit, really. Um, the event season starts beginning of March, entries have opened. Uh, event season starts, end of February, beginning of March with Poplar, which is 
probably now my lowest events, about an hour, an hour and ten away. It's my closest event now. Um, but I just, I'm just not going to, there's no way I can be ready for it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, I never considered Popper as my first, my first event. And because of the changes that have been made now to the events in calendar and the events in diary, we've lost pretty much all our events in the East. Um, so there's no incentive for me to take out a uh, full membership. So I won't be. So they're going to run unaffiliated apart from there's two events, um, which are within an okay distance to travel. Um, and so that little down and, and probably little and not in Disney. Uh, so they'll do those. Uh, well, business for definite will do those. Um, but I'll just do is pay as you go um, and see whether I can get my regional qualification with that. And then if I can, then I can take, oh, then I'll have to take out a full membership. But I'm certainly not taking it out. It's not worth it's not. It doesn't work out worth it for me at the moment. I'm better off just running. Which is so sad. All the yeah. years that I've considered myself a member of British Eventing. And it's just there's nothing there now for me. So. Uh, so on that gloomy note, in fact, maybe we should talk about that, the, the topic of the Olympics. Yeah. Olympics. So have you heard about the changes to the Olympic eventing format? So no. the good news is eventing and equestrianism will be in the 2028 Olympics. So there was some question mark for, over this for a while because it was left for quite late for it to be confirmed. Anyway, it has now been confirmed by the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, that they will be in. So that's great news. Because they are trying to get rid of equestrianism or there is often musterings about equestrianism leaving. But they do want to make changes to the format of eventing. But they don't know yet what the changes are going to be. And they're, they're banding around these different things that they're thinking about. I think I saw something what, about the order of the days. Yeah, so predominantly what they want to do is finish on cross-country day. They want cross-country day to be to be the final day. Why? Um because cross country day is the final draw, it's the most exciting bit, I believe. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't to, personally, I think it's an awful, awful thing. Because well, I thought just, initially it me like, feels a bit like it's completely changing the sport. So it's like there's things that I would it's change like one about day swimming. Event. Like you know, I'd probably think it was more funny if the swam in jelly. But like, it's just not the crack, yeah, is it? Exactly. Exactly. Like, they always swam in their pyjamas because we always do that at school. Yeah. Never in my life have I swum in pyjamas. So, but I, I, yeah, I was, so they want to change it, basically. I don't and like, it is a, It is at the moment. Well, exactly, this is it. I don't think anyone understands it. It's an absolute shit show. Um, I don't know if any of them know what they're talking about. It feels like somebody who maybe once went and watched badminton with their horsey girlfriends has suddenly had some input. So they've been once to badminton and gone, oh, if I was in charge, I'd change it this way. And they are now in charge, you know, and I've changed it. And they know fuck all about horses in the sport, but they just thought that they're going to have a go for it. So there's a couple of things being banded around, which is like a hybrid thing, someone was saying. It's a bizarre thing. So basically, they want the cross-country to finish, which opens up a whole can of worms. Um, and then there is the problem then of, the individual show jumping and the team show jumping, how that's going to sit. So potentially someone could come through to cross country on two different scores. It is utterly, uh, they could be 
potential for them to have been if they got eliminated in the show jumping in the individual, but they managed to jump clear in the team, so they could be in effect eliminated but still going cross country. Exactly, it is an absolute shit show, and it opens up more questions. Um, I think someone has suggested. I don't think it's come from the IOC, but I think it's been suggested that um, it's been done on the grounds of horse welfare um, because they don't like the thought of the horses jumping on the third day. Um, I think we can all agree, having watched some riders go cross-country, it ain't going to help welfare if cross-country is last. Mm. Um, I won't mention her name, but there was a, a female eventer who rode a horse that had quite obviously broken broken down yeah. over two cross-country fences. Now, potentially, somebody could do that and win a gold medal if cross-country is the last phase. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it opens up, you know, I think we'll see more riders, you know, I know we don't like certain event riders who we feel push tired horses too much and are too competitive. And that they, If cross-country is your final phase... Exactly. Yeah. You're on a tired horse. You're going to keep going because you know it's not got a show jump the next day. Yeah. And I just think I think it's it's really the think as well. Sport. It's a different, although it's the same. It's quite a different sport because one of the biggest tests is whether they can still be careful after like doing that. And I think it would suit a completely different horse. So it seems unfair. It's like changing the sport slightly where different horses might have been trained in a different way. And it just seems yeah. unfair to suddenly be kind of like, let's, let's at the Olympics make this completely fucking random. Like that just seems insane it's to me. Random. Completely random. Um, I know an event writer that said, that always used to say, there is a huge difference between a good eventer and a three-day eventer. Yeah. And there's a reason for that difference. But will there be that difference anymore if you start changing the order? I it think. just seems, and I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that this isn't the case across the sports, because I'm sure it is. But like with eventing at the minute, I just feel a bit like it's mental. Because I I may have prepared slightly wrong for this episode. Carla did Probably message your me. One. Carla did message me with a topic and I did get the wrong end of the stick. And so I listened to another podcast, which was actually really good. I think it was called This Equestrian Life, I want to say. It was with a yeah. a guy with a really nice voice. Um, I mean, oh. like he's got like an Italian voice. Oh, is that the one where he interviewed Helen, Helen West? Yes. Yeah. Um, Very really, good. Very really good nice voice. Um. <laughs> You're like it's good, good podcast. podcast. I'm like lovely voice. It's a great podcast. Great podcast. <laughs> it's a really, really good, good podcast. podcast. Um, I've not listened to it before. Actually, I don't really listen to any horsey podcast, but I would go back and listen to his. Um, anyway, when I heard it was, I thought she was incredible. I thought it was a really good, like really interesting. When I heard some of the things she said, I felt, and I know it's easy from the outside looking in, but I was a bit like some of those decisions, like. I don't understand. It seems like surely there's something more basic. Like, I get, like, you need software and stuff like that, but you've paid $3 million for software. 
And yet you still think it's okay to give people a hoof pick as prize money. Like that is to me, one of the major things would have been look at what BS are offering. That's our, that's our competition. Although it's not a direct competition, they are kind of like the nearest sort of, would it not, would it not occur to you to maybe try and fall somewhere in line with that? And then the other thing that blew my brain it was... You have to get your money back if you have to withdraw. Yeah. Start. The other thing that blew my brain was the um, insurance thing. So that you guys all get um, free insurance, which we do as well. Um, and that that is spiking the cost hugely like a massive massive cost for the be is their insurance issues now i think i might be wrong but i would say nearly every rider will also have their own insurance so if one of the huge costs to be is that you're all offering this thing which then a couple of people have claimed on and it hasn't even been a BE event. It's not as well. This is different to the... Which I, cause I have listened to this podcast. I'm really sorry, because obviously we were both looking at different <laughs> topics here. But is this not... Is she talking about abandonment insurance? Because that no. was a big issue. So that's an she extra... talking about the... So a huge cost... insurance that they offer. Yeah, a so, huge yeah. cost to BE is that they offer you, oh, like, this yeah, um, yeah. bonus that, yeah. of... It doesn't matter if it happens at a BE event or not, you're insured. So someone had a really bad accident at an unaffiliated event and claimed on their BE insurance. And then there was another accident that happened, not at a BE event, that was used like against the BE insurance. And that hiked their premiums so massively. And you're like, so what about just not offering that? Because... Or I, using it as an opt-in as a more expensive cost. Yeah. So you could have the BE membership without insurance. For X amount, B membership with insurance for X amount for a Y amount, and I just why just add it across the board? It's like I don't get it because for me that's like most people will have like vet cover or they'll they're have... going to offer that they're going to have to the I think there has to be they have to add the insurance, don't they? Because you they have to have you insured at an event. I see. Like yeah. I get so each have, event so, needs so to be insured, and, and so it's. But the when way their of... premiums are being hiked by things that are not happening, yeah. so when they're going on about everyone shouldn't unaffiliated event, everyone should be event because be events are so safe compared to other events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but now you're allowing your premiums to be affected by unsafe events in your kind of opinion. Mm. Seems mental to me. No, I do. I, I, I totally with you. I'm totally with you. You know, I think, but then it draws a line, which is you have to have people insured at the event. And how do you make sure they've got the, by giving them the insurance in a membership, or you have to have any a form of membership, whether that pays you go or whatever. So I do get that. You could, they could offer it without, but then they'd have to maybe make sure that they have evidence that they've got the insurance. I don't know. So but they're not there just insuring everyone at the event. Like, no, I don't think they can do that. I don't mm. think it can be done. I seem to recall that that's why it was brought in. Right. Because then there's issues, which is if something happens on the way to the event, yeah. who, who, where do they collect? You know, and I think it, it was, there were so many questions. It just, beca- it just became these things. And, 
you know what insurance companies are like. Um, yeah. They're just um, – so anyway, yeah, I do hear that. And I, Helen is amazing. Um, I felt sorry poor. for her. I think, yeah, I think that she – the poor woman picked up an absolute, absolute poison chalice when yeah. she took over. And I don't think anybody – I think anyone that criticises her, I feel like saying, go on, love, put your hat in the ring and you have a fucking go with what yeah. she's had to work with. Yeah. Because she has just had such a shit show to deal with and she has done her best. Yeah. She really has. I, mean, I don't think anyone can deny that. The state of being, though, is very sad. It's a really, really sad set of affairs. It's scary, and that was mentioned earlier about the events that I can, I can, what I can events, what events I can do. Because um, it's the same up here. I'm, we I'm actually gonna put it had out a there. Lot, and now there's not like there's hardly anything on those other laws. I'm gonna, I'm, I am gonna put it out there, and I, I don't know. This is a certain my gut feeling. I'm, this isn't even a, a, allegedly. I'm not even saying that anyone has ever said this to me. My gut feeling is previous people that were in Helen's shoes, mm. not recently. I think we're going to be going back quite a few of them. Basically treated the B funds as a little bit of a, a cash pot for them and their friends, and I think that contracts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, went out and things were done a little bit like the, what the PPE with the Tories was. You yeah. know what I mean? A little bit like that. I, that's my gut feeling because the way the money disappeared so fast, yeah, is weird. Um, and my gut feeling is just that that has happened somewhere, and I just. I'm not making any anyone that's not me saying allegedly I'm just saying looking at what was there and what there is now that is my gut feeling how can they like repair it if all the venues are leaving because then so many people are going to say what you're saying which is which financially just not sensible for me to to do it it's not viable it's not but yeah I mean I feel like I've Um, dragged us off the actual topic which I know we did cover the Olympic bit a little bit. It'll be interesting to see what people, other people's opinions are of the Olympic thing. Yeah, um, the BE thing. I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to wave the magic wands. Um, it's lost some great events, um, which is really upsetting. What do the FBI? Sorry, I'm like my head's like. What do the FBI well, say not- about? The event about the, the Olympic. eventing thing, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at that. I, I don't know. Might be interesting to see. I don't think they care. <laughs> Rupert wants a drink. Nancy was drinking. I feel like if this is allowed to go ahead, we should all just be able to start changing sports to make them better crack. Absolutely. And do you know what? I feel like we should just go. Well, do you know what? I, I might take part in the hurdle, but I don't want to actually jump the hurdles. So yeah. I'm just going to run alongside. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if you're talking it. about making it more spectator friendly, I think there's a lot we could do to dressage. We could really soup that up. Fancy dress dressage. Yeah. Fancy dress dressage. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, I, what, I would be more likely to actually watch I, that. I would. It would be great to fancy dress dressage. Yeah. Because the thing is, as well, um, you can put it to music as well. Yes. Can, and like, that's what I was just about to say. It has to be like all fitting. And they come out from behind a curtain. 
So you don't know what they're going to be. You don't know what they're going to be. Like stars in their eyes be. tonight, Matthew. Like, exactly. Yeah. So you'd see them, like, maybe not normal, but then like, there'd be these massive set of curtains, float machine, the locks, their music starts, push, curtain open, out they come in their fancy dress to do their dressage test. Yeah. you telling me. Oh, my God. I would You're telling me I that is not the loop. that. Full of crowd best yeah best and obviously you'd be like you'd have your sensible dressage shows actually judging the dressage and then you'd have like louis spence um, like <laughs> judging the actual like dramatically sized of it yeah and like he could like be and then Snoop Doggy, have you ever seen that one where Snoop Dogg goes on about it, commentates? No. When he commentates on dressage, oh, you must have, the horse is crip walking. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, given the old commentating, that's how you pull a crowd. Fuck sticking the cross country on the last day. Fast dress dressage. I want to see curtain. swimming in jelly. Like, seriously, I want to see that. Swimming in jelly. I think as well, hurdle races, and instead of like jumping the hurdles, you don't have to jump the hurdles, but you have to do some form of funny run instead, and then you get like marks. Like, it's like you don't want to jump it, you can maybe like moonwalk. And if you do a good moonwalk, they're like, oh, well, that's all right. They can. Yeah. So I think. Not you, I can see you waiting as do that one. No. Not... I think that more people should tell us with how we should change the predominantly equestrian sports to make them more spectator friendly. Hit us up, let us know what you think. We'll talk about them on the next pod. But if you think of other ways of making other sports more spectator friendly, if you're going to change event in, let's just go all in and change more. I've just so had another idea, out. Carla. I've what? had a really good idea. Okay, equestrian Olympics. Hay net throwing, shoe finding. Talking my language. You're talking my language. Like, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yes. You could do, like, you could have, they have, like, a wheelbarrow really, really full with shit. Yeah. They've got to get it to the top of the mucky, just on, like, a narrow strip of wood. Yeah. This that would be, like, that, that's that's amazing. How many stables they could muck out in an hour? Yeah, but that, would time? Be, that would be tricky, because then it's, like, quality. That's, that's subjective, isn't it? Yeah, because, you know... One thing I would say about dressage is it's not at all subjective. Actually, that's true. Yeah, you see, it makes no sense. If it's subjective, it may, you'd have to have a panel, a muck-out panel. Someone's muck interested panel. in speed, muck someone's interested panel. in quality. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then you've got to factor in, like, bed wastage via the cleanliness of the bed. Yeah, because otherwise they'd all just scoop it all out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What else could we have? I don't think what other things. So I know I've got one. You have to lead horses. And like, you know, like when they do um, weightlifting mm -hmm. and they have like, like, and they have to lift different weights. So like you, but they, they go in with what weight they want, don't they? So they've got to lead horses in from the field. They go like, you know, obviously going easy. I'm going to go three. No, I'll just go with two, two horses. Mm. Go up a level three. You could go, you could go all the way to 12. With a really long lead row. Oh, polo groom could be. This is the Olympics. This is the pinnacle. This is the pinnacle. So, you know, leading horses in from the field. 
throwing a heavy turnout rug on an 18-hander. Yes. Yes. That is, I like that is how really work. we started this was a serious topic. I failed to research it properly, researched the wrong thing. And I've gone completely off on a tangent and are far more excited than we were about the topic that we're supposed to be talking about. Fuck that IOC. They needed us in charge. Yes. If the Olymp if the question in, in the Olympics needs saving, get us in. We fancy can do it. Dress lodging, fancy dress. Um hay net throwing, leading yeah. multiple horses in from the field. What's love? Carrying? Like I could do with then some like world's strongest struggle like a dodgy handle. Yeah. Did you see that one that someone sent me that I put on our um Story. Oh my god! I want that wheelbarrow so, so much. Yeah. Okay, so we've we've saved the Olympics. Saved so the Olympics. That's um, that's been a positive mood. Shall we quickly good. cover um, Tattle, which <laughs> I went back and forwards about even talking about. Um, and then someone commented on... So for anyone that didn't know, um, some people on Tattle, which is a gossip site, weren't very happy with um, us talking My about... Joke. You talking about Claire Balding's outfit and hairdo, me talking about Ben Mayer looking like he had a pole up his arse, and me joking about... Um, Eric Lamar's, who had shaved all his hair off. Um, so they said, well, one of them said that we were fucking bitches and kind of just, there was a lot. It kind of went, it went there, which is fine, which is fine, okay? Someone had a problem with something we said, which is fine. And I have no problem with that. My problem was the personal pylon on myself that occurred. So basically, I only found out about it, and Katie has seen the screenshots that I was sent, um, and the, other, the person that sent them to me requested that they stayed anonymous, and I have respected that, just saying, I feel that you need to, I wouldn't normally do this, but I feel like you need to know this has been said so that you can address it if you want, and I was sent them. And... Yeah, so basically, someone didn't like what we said, and they are within their rights, 100% in their rights. Do I think they're a troll? No. Do I think they're a bitch? No. But my, my question would be, what good is just calling us fucking bitches on a website where we, number one, know it was happening? So if you want us to put something right, you have to tell us yeah. what we've done wrong. If we've offended you or we've upset you or we've said a joke which is but offensive. Then, sorry to jump in, but what's the good in doing it there? So that's fine. I do question that because I am offended or don't like things that people say on a daily fucking basis. Whether that be on the TV, whether that be on a podcast, whether that be what someone writes on their social media, whether that be something that my fucking son says. Like I do not feel the need to to get on a site or to message that person. I just don't feel the need because 
I think that there are certain lines that shouldn't be crossed. Like I, I definitely do. But equally, I think if you want entertainment and if you listen to this podcast, in my opinion, you are not listening for our horsey knowledge because it is fucking limited. You are listening for lighthearted, like semi-horsey shite. And as a result, if you want to be entertained, then you have to accept that the boundaries will be pushed because that's where humour lies. Like, you know, the, the likes of Ricky Gervais doesn't stand in front of, you know, a load of people and tell really safe jokes that might raise a little bit of a giggle. It doesn't. Like, you... And I'm not saying that we're comedians because we're absolutely fucking not. But what I'm saying is what one person finds offensive or what one person finds funny, another will find a little bit too close to the bone. And it's not mm. fair that every time something doesn't fit within your threshold, you think it's okay to, to verbally... Is it... No, what do you be verbally abusing if you'd write it down? What's that? Written-y? Anyway. Written <laughs> I was gonna yeah I don't know what that word is but anyway it's it for me it's not like I listened to this podcast for a while and I really liked it and she's very very well respected uh she's um Elizabeth Day it's a really good podcast she said something and it touched a nerve for me so she has had a really long history that she's very open about with infertility and she basically said something I can't remember what it was because it was, it was a few years ago where she said, you know, these people who have toddlers and whinge about, like, how hard it is, you've got no idea. It was something kind of along those lines. And I was really struggling at the time. And it fucked me off because I thought, yes, you're struggling, but that doesn't mean I'm not. There was not a single moment where I felt like, I know what the answer here is. I'm going to message Elizabeth Day and I'm going to tell her she's like, oh, I've said that word. Hang on, I'll edit that out. Where I'm going to message Elizabeth Day and I'm going to tell her how I feel or I'm going to message Elizabeth Day and I'm going to call her a fucking bitch or I'm going to go behind Elizabeth Day's back and I'm going to write on somewhere that she's a fucking bitch. Actually, no, because she is entitled to say what she wants. To, it's her podcast. Did it touch yeah. a really raw nerve with me? Yes, it did. It absolutely did. And I'm sure that she probably would be upset if she thought that. But I do not mm. feel the need to fucking let her know. No. Or we can do, and I think that a lot of it is how they, how the justifications for, for chatting on that site is, is that, well, they only know about this if they come looking for it. Well, that's actually not true. Um, some people, it does come out of the site. If you Google people's names, it is a public site and it does come up. So for me, that's really hurtful. You don't have to like me. You know, it did get personal. You don't have yeah. to like me. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I know that. I'm annoying. I'm loud. I'm brash. I know I'm all those things. I've got the public insight. So, a public insight. I've got the, my own personal insight to that. So, but what good is achieved by all of these people, these people jumping on one after another, going on about what a vile person I am? What is, what is that achieving other than, and you know, you, you are typing that thing. And I think there's a little part of them going, I hope she sees this. Yeah. And I know that's what you're thinking. 
I know that's what you're thinking when you're writing them horrible things about people, not just me. You're thinking, I hope she sees this because you want someone just to feel bad. Whatever that reason is, whatever that reason is, whether that gives you some sense of power over them, I don't know. But you want them to see it. You're hoping they're going to see it. Nobody. You wouldn't go to the trouble of creating that account just to anonymously shout into the void about someone. You want to hurt somebody. And that's just. And yeah, and I and I made a joke about it when I did stuff. But you know what? Some of the stuff did upset me. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think what annoys me, right, is occasions that I had a drink did upset me. Of course yeah, it upsets it's you because nice. it's... you're a person and like you're not you're not a cartoon. We're doing this podcast for free, like actually not for free, at a cost to me. So we're doing it. And it's like, I I don't, it really upset me when they, they went in on you so hard because you commented back. And it's like, okay, so we are supposed to be absolutely fine with whatever the fuck you want to say about us. And like, I tried to say to them, because I tried to join, but it's full. I then tried to message one of the people who um, wrote about we do. us. Yeah, I think as well, they... They think they are completely anonymous. What they don't seem to realise is that that site is public and there have been people that have pulled information. I don't know how it's been done. Some of it, it's not IP addresses. It's something else. Or they've looked at information that they put on there and they have eliminated and worked out out who those people are. One of the people that messages on that group, I am absolutely gobsmacked. They work in a crisis mental health establishment and they're on that website causing people off yeah causing damage to people and i'm just like do you are people people aware that the damage that social media thing can do and you know and i've as a result of this and it is as a result of this my my instagram is now private i'm possibly going to get rid of it um and do we carry on with it what what what's in it for us the only reason i actually reacted initially was because I went a bit mother bear on you because I just thought, hang on a fucking second. All right, I put myself out there on Instagram. You don't, and you have spoken openly about how you've had to take down your Instagram because of how it affected you mentally. So then to go and do that and to put your name on a forum like that, that just really, so, you know, I'm, I got a little bit protective of you and, and then it backfired spectacularly in my face. But, you know, let, let's, be, let's be quite straight. I'm, and I'm going to be honest, and Kate knows this. I sent her a voice note while I talked about this. I don't follow a very big influencer, okay? I'll name her. She's done nothing wrong. I don't follow Meg Elphick, okay? She's huge. She's happy. I did follow her. I followed her for quite a while. And then I found myself thinking things that I did not like as a person. I was following her. And I was jealous of her. And I was insanely jealous of her to the point where I started thinking if she would go to a competition, I'd think, I hope it goes to shit for her. Yeah. Like a little thought would pop into my head. Yeah. I hope it goes wrong for her. I hope it goes wrong. And I'm thinking that. And I'm sort of starting to call myself, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's not done nothing to you. She, you. You have no, she owes you nothing. You have no obligation to watch what she's doing. You have no obligation to have her in your life. She doesn't give a shit if I follow her or not. She's just out there wanting to event. I was jealous of her. She has got everything. She is, she's, a, I have met her. She's a lovely girl. She's a beautiful little rider. She consistently produces these great ponies and she 
qualifies and, and does really well at the highest level of grassroots events. She has got everything I want and I was jealous of her. So what did I do from the situation? Did I make a, a, an anonymous tattle account to slag her off and drag her? Did I send her messages? Did I send her screenshots? No, I unfollowed her. Mm. I still dip in and out of her content and I support her by watching the ads when I watch her YouTube videos when, I, when there's one I'm interested in. But I don't feel obliged to watch every single one just so I can tear it apart. And the equally, there's me, somebody, there's someone who really, I was just about to say, ticks me off um, on TikTok. Um, it really irks me um, on TikTok. And I was kind of the same. I would watch to be like, for the love of fucking God. And then I'm like, mm. it, it's genuinely driving me mad. It's genuinely upsetting me. So now I just will not watch anything that has her on. And it's like, but if I if I genuinely, like, what's the point in me writing anything about her? Like, and what she does with her horse and where I think the problems are and where I think it's going wrong. What the fuck's the point? And what business is it of mine anyway? And who died and made me fucking God? And so I just, I feel sad that our listeners are having to listen to this bullshit basically because most of you yeah. no. I cannot tell you the messages you send us the support you give us when we've had tough times the, like I feel mm. like you are a really like lovely lovely like group of friends for us yeah that's what I feel like I feel like we're chatting to our mates sadly perhaps their phones died and yeah they're, they're, we know they're listening but they can't interject that's how I feel when we record these podcasts. That's how I feel. And you and the, send you say, me... people that message us and, oh... Like, they send me clips that make me laugh and, you know, like, and there's so much support. And I just, I'm sad that you've had to listen to this, which would fuck me off a bit if I was listening to it. So if it yeah. has, I'm so, sorry, it'll never be visited just, again. But yeah, I just, just felt... Put it there because it was the elephant in the room. It um, is. I think people were... And I felt and like it's... a lot of messages... It's not Saying, actually fair. It's mm. not actually fair that we don't ever get a right to reply because yeah. we can't join the site. We can't put our side, nor can anybody else now. And so I just felt like, actually, for me, I'm someone that always likes to say what I want to say. And yeah. I, I just... Do you know something? If, if I've done something wrong to you, and I, if I have truly done something wrong to you, I have received messages in the past about this. I've upset people, but say it with your fucking chest, yeah. all right? Message me directly. Be use your real. Don't, name. We don't need to like, pray. Yeah. Use, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I'll block you. I don't want to hear what you say. Yeah. Don't be a fucking coward. Say it with your chest. If you don't like me, unfollow me or tell me to my face why you don't like me. If you can't do that, then shut the fuck up. I'm not interested. And you know really as well, not. I think you've hurt me once, you won't hurt me again. You're kind of someone like me, I think. And like we've probably never said this on the podcast. I can edit it out if you want me to. Like, we've had some serious Barneys where we have like gone in. Oh. But actually, it's you've like said it. Like one yeah. time Carla rang me and she was like, You're so funny when you're angry. That's when you're at your funniest. And I was like, like I'm furious. Like yeah, we were having a real fucking argument that day, and yeah. I started laughing really inappropriately. And I went, "I don't think you know how funny you are when you're angry." <laughs> and 
Katie didn't find it funny at the time. I mean, we laugh about it now, but that is, it's healthy. It's yeah. healthy to, to have these disagreements and things like that. If you're always going to tick along going, oh, isn't it all wonderful advice? Oh, please stop. No, it's not. People are going to piss you off. Is That's just the nature of it. It's the nature of life. So to kind the of joy like... of social media is you don't have to have them in your life. You can unfollow, you can block, you can get away yeah. with them. You don't have to have them in your life. So do as I, if, if, if I annoy you that much or this podcast annoys you that much or we've crossed the line too far and we've been offences, don't listen. It yeah. really is that simple. Don't listen. And please, please respect us now and keep us away from if that's right, if you would if you wouldn't mind, because I would really appreciate it. I don't feel like we deserve it. Yeah. You know, we it's but for a start, it's called influencers. I can't even influence my fucking kids day to day. I'm no influence. I did get a message. I did get a message from someone Stop. who said I can't remember exactly how she worded it, the way she worded it was really funny, but she was like, when you've just listened to an episode on how influencers are a dying breed about someone saying they don't, they never would influence anyone, but they've just influenced you to buy mascara. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm an influencer. I didn't get anything for it, but I influenced someone. Like, oh, that's like PR. She was like, you should contact Iconic and work with them. I was like, I should, I should. Um, Absolutely. But I felt like I wanted to do this. What what swung it for me in the end was when you said about the, the um, Meg Elphick thing. And I just felt like, do you know what? That's actually, it's a really useful thing to say because I totally agree with you. I've got people who I'm friends with, but I've got to like mute them or whatever it is like I've got people who have blocked and I just think in life that's healthy like what but I just You're not gonna like everybody well, I please just think say, I don't... do like Meg that's the most frustrating <laughs> yeah. thing she is really on top of everything she's also really fucking lovely no so but most I, like of the people I've I... blocked are people that are better than me or you know like and I, I'm just like I don't like her Meg... all the time yeah she and the thing is she works so hard she puts herself out there she creates this content that they get to consume for free yeah we get to get for free if she shares a discount code or whatever you're under no obligation to use it it is free she pays she makes her money that way but for us to enjoy the stuff that she puts out it costs us nothing so but then by the same token if i can't start if something's going on and i the problem is with me i recognize that I remove myself. When I do watch her videos, I make sure I watch her ads. Because I think, fuck it. She did that content. She deserves to get that 20p or whatever it is from each yeah. ad that she that I watch. I only tend to watch her training videos and stuff like that. And I love them. They're brilliant. She's had some amazing opportunities. Am I jealous of them? Yes, I fucking am jealous yeah. of them. But then I think I that's really, really real. Really it's important, them. isn't it, to be like, I'm jealous. Yeah. Like, let's, let's be real. Like, yeah. And I think sometimes you're that's maybe to, why we're in such a mess. Because, like, people want to be like, oh, no, I'm not jealous. Like, no, I'm the bigger well, person. I just say, I am not saying that any of those people that slap me before No, and that's, yeah, me. absolutely, I'm, I'm not. not like, I'm all. not. I just, yeah. I, there is nothing to be jealous of their base. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, you know, it, the example is the fact that I removed someone from my social media because it was making me behave and act and think in the way I didn't like. 
and my reasons were because I was jealous of them. I'm not saying those people acting like that because they're jealous of me. Probably just because they think I'm a twat, which is but fine. Lots of people like, do. Even my own husband, lots of the time. What's the point? Like, what is the point in being on a site where the only goal is to like discuss other people's lives mostly in a negative way? I just and I think it's easy yeah. to say like, well, they shouldn't be looking and stuff, but actually. When Carla came back at you, you didn't like it because you immediately went on the defense and were like, oh, she said, you know, that I wasn't intelligent and I'm really intelligent. And I, like, yeah. so actually, you don't like it when someone calls you. And it, it's what's, I just, I, I think it's just my yeah, mentality. Just yeah, it was that. It was that. Like, like, literally, I mean, that fucked me off. Yeah. What, what can we do? We're not going to win. This is probably going to end up being discussed. Um, and it'll all start again, but we aren't going to react this time. So you can have your discussion. We aren't going to react. We just, as far as we're done, it is done and dusted now. All I ask is if in future to any of our listeners, if we say something or do something or run something in some way that you find offensive, we will not be upset with you if you send us a message and say, I didn't like that. Message Carla, I might be. Because <laughs> genuinely, unless I've literally called your mother a whore, actually, if what I said's not to your taste, like I don't know if I care that much. Like, I because I just think that's life, that's normal. Yeah, Beth says things, things that aren't to my I taste eighty percent of the time. I, I said something to my husband about it. I think I read something and I said, "This is what they said," and he said, "He went fucking hell." When did you break into her house and shit under a Christmas tree? <laughs> that was like the level of it. I was thinking, you went, how does someone have that opinion on someone else when all they've seen is a couple of videos that you put on Instagram? Like, that's really bizarre that they're making all these judgments about what you are as a person. Like, literally. I like thought you were going to say that, that your husband was like, fucking hell, Carla, I've caught you worse than that. <laughs> to be fair, he yeah. So at one point, one of them that was, I was thinking, is that my husband? <laughs> you said to me is it you before they said anything about me um because at first it was just about Carla and Carla was like is it you Katie and I was like yeah it is sorry (laughs) you found your place but you can go and talk about me safely (laughs) but yeah all I just I just want to end it with with saying that like if you are listening and you are on tattle this space for for it to work we need to feel like we're talking to friends. We need to have a degree of trust because if you want us to honestly share our lives with you, our lives are like, they're messy. We make stupid decisions. We make bad calls and we share them with you. And that is very hard if we feel that we are sharing them with people who are going to use them against us and enjoy pulling us down. It then makes us feel like we're going to be careful. We're going to be peace. And that's not what this podcast is or always ever meant to be. It was meant to make other people feel better about the decisions they make, the shit calls they make, the stupid things they say. That's what this was for. And we can't do that if we can't have a degree of trust. And so I think it's a shame if it's spoiled by like a few people. So anyway, we're not going to let it spoil it. Crack on. And but- on that mic drop. On that mic drop, let's just put the whole fucking tittle tattle twattle to bed. Yeah. Thank you and good night. And move and on move to the real on to shit. Wanker of the week. The wanker of the week. <laughs> right. So, so. 
I'll go first. (laughs) It's quite a quick one, you'll be pleased to know. Um, But, um, so Henry, shall I just quickly go back to, I am going to really quickly go back. I just mic drop, but I'm just going to quickly add in. Because because this is the person that I am, I'm drop the mic and then pick it back up. Um, and to, and another thing, Ben fucking hates it about arguing with me. You're like one when someone's trying to leave, having an argument, then leave the room, leave like hanging onto, onto the, the trouser door. leg. And again, and again, yeah. another thing, yeah, yeah. But you don't know what's going on in people's lives, like, and I think that you've got to be really fucking careful. And so, like this, that's just that doesn't matter with what I'm about to say, but it just kind of. At the time, you have got no fucking clue. And that stands for all these people that you are absolutely tearing apart. Like, and I hope you know that because you you need to be able to be okay with yourself. Because oh, they're, they're going to use that again and get us that out. Oh, did they come out with the be kind, but just, yeah. No, because I well, don't think you should be kind. I, I hate being kind. We're not kind on this podcast. Like, we're not. But... These gods who comments, I hate being kind. I do. I'm totally the same. I'm in such the wrong job for me. I'm yeah, like I hate. I'm, I am not kind. Like someone, my well, Carla actually said to me the other day, "You do know that your fuck off face isn't going to sell cakes, don't you?" Like, and I was like, mm, "It's a shame for them." Um, you know, the first person that complains about a cake, I'll be like, well, fucking don't buy it. I don't care. Like, I'm not kind. I'm not telling anyone to be kind. I'm just saying that what you say, you need to be able to be okay with it. Like, yeah. um, anyway. Yeah. So I'm moving on. I'm finally dropping the mic. So is that you? I'm coming to I'm gonna take the mic off for now, guys. And then <laughs> wrestle it off me. It. I'm gonna just throw it in another room. It's done, it's dusted. So Henry has had Are you a sure? bit of a tough... well, I'm just gonna give you one last chance. Katie, are you sure? Are you hundred percent you want to move on from this now? Okay. Come on. You dragged it from the door on it. Kicking and screaming. Um, so Henry's had a bit of a tough time um with the change to middle school and particularly on the school bus. Um, there's been I think I don't know if I've talked about it, but there's been some fairly horrific things happened on the school bus. Um and one of them involved someone that he thought was his friend giving his number to older kids who then proceeded to send him messages um, outside of school hours. And so anyway, my tolerance is like fucking zero with this now. Um, And I'm so sick of anyone that I think is going to bully my son. I'm just, I could rip all the heads off quite happily. Yeah. Anyway. We've taken him off the bus, we've driven him in, then we've put him on a different bus, and that seems to be all okay. So it's been all quite peaceful for a little while, and then he gets a message. It's like half past eight at night, he's gone to bed, he comes down, he said, Mum, look at my phone. There's a message to tell him to fuck off. Then another message, I can't remember saying something else. And I was like, fucking right. I said, send me the number. So he sent me the number, Uh ring the number. No, I didn't say send me the number. I said, let me have your phone. And I copied the number into my phone. Sent him back to bed, kept his phone, rang the number. And in fairness, it should have rung alarm bells, but I was, you know, when you're up a height. Yeah, you're like frantic, yeah. Yeah. So just as an aside, I, my type of man is, is like one end of the spectrum and the other. I like either blonde guys or I really like black guys um 
So mm. this man sounded like he was black and probably from like down south. Um, and he sounded definitely like a man. And I said to him, why are you messaging my nine-year-old child? And he said, I'm not. And I said, well, you clearly are. And he said, I'm not. And I said, listen, I am sitting here with the phone in front of me, looking at the messages that you have sent my nine-year-old. He said, I have not sent your child messages. And I said, look, I am not prepared to go round and round in circles with you about this. You clearly feel it's okay to message a nine-year-old boy at half past eight at night, and I don't. But if it continues, I will contact the police and hung up the phone. And my God. And we all know how well that goes. <laughs> and then Ben said, it sounded like a boy. And I said, no, he didn't. He sounded quite hot, to be honest. <laughs> like, he sounded like a man. Like, and Ben said, check that number again. Just check you've written that number down, right? And Carla? No. No. <laughs> you didn't. You I may, didn't. I may or may not have written the wrong number down. No. No. Yes. Stop. You message, you phone some complete random stranger who sounded quite hot and accused them of messaging your nine-year-old son. Yes. I did. Um, so I then said to Ben, oh, my God. I was like, what have done? I said, shall I ring him back and say sorry? And Ben said, I know why you're ringing him back, and it's not to apologise. Just leave it well alone, Katie. <laughs> I think the poor man's had quite enough of you tonight. Oh, my God. So you, doesn't, so you didn't do anything back? No. You didn't phone him back or something? Your man's going to be thinking he's going to end up on some sort of list. I know. How bad is that? How much of a fuck-up am I? I I mean, there's wankers of the week, and then there's that one. I know. Oh, I actually, mean, Colin, it's, it's even worse. It's very much from olaplexing someone's hair. It's even worse so because the boy who messaged Henry was, I don't know where well, he was you from. you actually tackle that boy as well? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, him. I messaged it, but um, I rang him as well, but uh, that was that didn't go as well because he obviously wouldn't talk to me because he's a fucking bully and would refuse to speak to people in real life. Um, he was stupid enough that he, because it was on WhatsApp, there was a photo of him, but like of him playing football so you couldn't really see him. And his name was Alex. So... I was, while I was, I kept calling the man Alex as well. <laughs> Listen, Alex. <laughs> you're, you're, so, 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 did he not say any point, my name's not Alex? Yeah, he did say my name's not Alex, but I didn't believe him. But you weren't having it. No, I told him it was. <laughs> His name was Alex. <laughs> Your name is Alex. To be fair, when you go a bit mother bear, there's no reasoning with you. No. I've done silly things like that before now. Yeah. Oh. I was lost it in Asda to the point where I was like, well, look, 
um, you know when like you get them white bits at the side of your mouth because you're so angry. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, while I wait, while I flick the foam off. I know, literally. Whilst I was so you were foaming at the mouth with a manager of Asda over a fucking skeleton butler at Halloween, a Halloween display, because Isaac was terrified of it when he was a baby. I was literally like so angry about it. I was like, is it appropriate to put it there? Because you just go a bit mother bear and you just lose all reason and sense. Yeah. I mean, I. I don't know if that's kind of on the same level, but, you know, yeah, it is. We'll say it is. We'll say yeah, it is. I think it is. Alex, if you're out there, you're listening to this podcast. Give me a you're ring. Really <laughs> you sounded hot. Anyway, call her. Call yeah. her. You sound You've got hot. my number. <laughs> send news. But don't send them to Katie. Send them to me and I'll, <laughs> I'll tell her if she was the one that abused you. Obviously, I have not done anything wrong. Send news to me and we'll assess the situation. I will obviously discuss the quality of them with Katie, uh, but you know we, we come as a pair. We come as a pair. I, don't um, say that. Skimming <laughs> oh, our oodies, our matching oodies, <laughs> never looks hotter. Alex and Blake. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. I actually did say when Katie said she said we're ready to record. I went, oh, just going to go get my oodie. <laughs> I was already in mine. I doubt that um, what them that do my therapist goes to me. I can't imagine them no. sat there in their hoodie. No. <laughs> All right. So what's yours? Because obviously it's going to be worse than mine. I have faith. Yeah, it really isn't. I'm really Hello. sorry about this. Um, so you know I have dumpy bags. Yeah. What, 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 like I used my hay to drag it across yeah. the mud. Well, all of them have been like really tatty and old, and I ended up having to buy some off Amazon. And they cost me £12. So like I've got two, so like £6 a bag. And then I decided, I went and topped up the horse's hay and I was in that, it was in that store. Oh, it was God. like something like 80 mile per hour winds. So I dragged the hay across there. Everything was fine. I thought, great. And my yard is actually where I was feeding them. It's actually really sheltered. So I thought, oh, that's great. Pick the bag up. I'm holding on to two of the diamonds. <laughs> 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 you go paragliding. <laughs> Literally. It dragged me. I was running as fast as I could. These things are white as well, just to make it really fucking obvious. You say, for all arms and legs, anyway, I bet that would have looked so. Imagine Vince, there she goes. Oh, Olympic sport. New Olympic sport, without a doubt. The thing was, right, it was running. I was just walking normally. And then second, I was sprinting. Like, and you know when like, you were a kid and you were like running down the hill yeah. and your legs are going really, really fast. And you don't know how it's going to end. <laughs> Window. He's like shouting through our triple glazed windows. I'm not going to And he's going, let go. Let go. six fast. I'm a hell letting go. Exactly. What a fucking. Or skill mats. I didn't realise you'd see me. I went, just had a really horrible experience. Go. 
I wasn't letting go of that bag. So good. And the good news is, still got it. Uh, I didn't nearly die for no bag. When you say still got it, do you mean the bag or you've still got it? (laughs) I tell you what it is, I can run 100 metres. I have never had that. And I'm I'm never going to have Running in wellies. Fucking hell, yeah. And you can have different levels. You can have like a 100 metre sprint, marathon. Yeah. Being pulled by a dumpy bag in the gale force wind. <laughs> Carlos, I've been in training for that. If I'd been ready for it, it probably would have been like quite good fun. But I, I, it was just the fact that I wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like flat out and I was scared. But no, I just kept thinking, don't let go because it cost you six pounds. Yeah. I'd have been exactly the same for six pounds. I know. But it's mental, it's isn't it? Cool. I know, I know. But like, I feel like we finished really, the really, podcast. Really like... How we've started the podcast, which is basically like, there is no rhyme or reason to what is okay to spend money on. It's like I've spent six no, pounds on the bag. Just... I'd rather break both my legs than lose <laughs> the bag. <laughs> but if there's a horseshoe for six hundred pounds, the chance are it's going to be cancelled, and I won't get my money back. I will be entering. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to that, um, and I'm not even going to question it for a second. Not yeah. even gonna like even think for a moment. So yeah, that was that was my wank of the week. Oh, and I did have another little one, which is like for ages I've been bitching at work, saying about how much because Kate's gone on about my lovely kitchen. I have got a really lovely kitchen, and we've got one of these really nice taps. It's called a quirker tap. It's like one of them boiling water taps. Oh, I gel. did try to get the so good. I did try to get the fizzy water one as well, oh. and I thought like it, I would get away with it, but um, it as is like something like. A thousand pounds for the price of the tap. Oh some stuff bottled is like yeah, you can you can go to Asda and get them bottles of for twenty p or a soda stream. So I wasn't allowed that. I saw a soda stream. We did try that one, but the anyway. So and then I've been bitching at work. So I've spent fucking money on a kitchen and that fucking tap, and I haven't even got you know like the hose taps like the yeah. you know like that's all I, that's all I ever wanted. Got all this like stock posh stuff, and all I wanted was one of them things like so I can spray. Yes, that's so anyway, cool. Turns out I have. I I've been using a jug like <laughs> it's it's got the switch at the side, and you push the switch down, and then you pull it out, and it comes out of the oh, tap. Look at you, no bougie bitch. I've been bitch. Proper posh. Proper in my in my oozy. <laughs> my six pounds. My six pounds bag that nearly killed me. Oh, imagine how embarrassing that would have been though if I had died. Like what oh. they would have written about me in the papers. She was horrible. Thing is though, I'm never going to die because when people die, they always go, "She was, she was lovely." They all they would do is get on towel. I'm going to live forever. She's vile. She's a twat. Now who's I'm picked the mic gonna, back up? Now who's gone there? I'm never. Yeah, I'm doing. Anyway, going back to me, it's like, embarrassing that would have been. Well, like, oh, I like, ran the, my team um, chase, ran massive team chases. Oh, what did she die on a black accent? They're all no, she <laughs> she had a bag in the wind. No, I thought you were going to say how embarrassing would it have been if you rang the tap company? And I was going to say, I rang the kitchen company that put ours in to tell them the dishwasher was ridiculous because it didn't fit um, 
a normal size plate in and they said you do realize that you just dropped the drawer and I was like I did not realize that and I've oh, kicked up an absolute stink and then you just feel like such they, a dick. no it's not your who, fault they didn't make it obvious who no they didn't make it obvious life? like that's what I want to know I was talking about this with someone a while ago and I was like it was a I'm not going into it I've, I have some places I'm not prepared to go on this podcast very few but this is one of them it was a, a full made when I was getting my bikini line waxed for the first time and she's right she, she'll go anywhere and I was oh, like I just didn't gone. know and then she was like but who tells you those things and it's true yeah who it's tells true. you how to lie it's true I know like the first time I had I went out and I called a patient and I was like Persephone, please. Persephone. Who, uh, who <gasps> that word does not say Persephone. It says Persephone. It says Persephone. And I went out to a room full of people and called a patient and I said, Persephone. Woman said, I said, Persephone. I went, that's not wait. I didn't say that, but I just think here. Yeah, that's, that's not what that says. says here, love. But it is hard. No, but the thing is, and that is, maybe this will be our mic drop for the whole ep- this episode. The cool thing is, none of us know what we're doing. We're all yeah. just fucking winging it. We're yeah. all just trying to do our best. And nobody is out there trying to deliberately, well, we're certainly not out there deliberately to upset people, harm people. So do the duty back. I'm not doing that back to other people. Like you say, we're just winging it. We're winging it with this podcast. I'm winging it with my horses. I'm winging it with my fucking dumpling bag. You're winging it with your bikini wax. We're all just fucking winging it. And the sooner we just are a bit kinder to each other because we appreciate that we are all just fucking winging it, the better, really, isn't it? And, like, it's kind, isn't I it, when you awesome. see someone who, look, who, when you do isn't something, it? like, call someone Persephone, where they're not, like, they don't look at you like you're an absolute maniac. They just stand up and go, yeah, that's me. But then I don't know, because then you'd keep calling. Yeah. Although you're not going to bump into many persons. No, and then they just say, just just as a point, because my, my maiden name used to get pronounced loads and loads of different ways, because it it's Polish. So, like, I used to get all sorts of names. I always I could always tell they were trying to say it. Yeah. So I would always go up and say, that's me. And then I went, like, away from someone else. I'd probably yeah. say, oh, just, just so you know, for future, it's pronounced Wojciech. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't make a big deal about it. Or that whatever. was, like, just, my maiden so name. Even, was Lahani, so it was exactly the same. I would literally just be like, it's Ellie hyphen H A N I E as soon as you know they're like, what's your name? Lahani Ellie hyphen H A N I E because I know for a fact that it's straight away. Yeah. Um I was gonna say something else and I can't remember. So maybe that's time for us to go. <laughs> maybe I'm finished. Maybe yeah, I'm finished. Think I think we've emotionally Oh I tell you who is winging it. Talking about winging it. That them making up the Olympics for the eventing for Olympics, if they aren't winging it, no one yeah. is. Look, they are massively fucking winging it. Massively winging it. But they could it. wing it much more effectively with our assistance. With us involved. Just give us a shout. Give us a shout. We've got loads of ideas. I'm still I'm still so down for that dressage, fancy dress dressage. I can so see it in the head how good it would be. The riding club do that, don't they, where they do the four of them? Have you oh, seen Oh yeah, the the... Yeah, but there's no there's no air of secrecy. I think the I think the curtains is oh is be the, on a different the, level because the budget's yeah, there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I always used to like that. <laughs> guys, guys, have you seen the emphasis? 
okay, he just bought the budget there. Oh, this is one of those moments I wish we did this on YouTube. It was so sexy. <laughs> Oh. Well, because I have to convince oh, them that this is, you know, this is not the same creature. This is an Olympic sport, justified. This is an Olympic sport. <laughs> I was just, it's just the first phase of it as well. I mean, we're not saying to get rid of the show jumping across the country. We just haven't had any ideas yet of how to make that. I mean, personally, well, I think show yet. jumping's fine. I don't think we really need to change that much. I think we're good. The show jumpers have got it down. We're basically in fancy dress. Well, it's yeah, over that's quick. true. Easy to watch, not subjective. Yeah. Hashtag done. Perfect. And yeah. on that note, <laughs> we can't argue with that. She's dropping that mic again. Yeah. She's, she's just it's she's just basically juggling that mic <laughs> badly, and it just keeps hitting the floor. <laughs> Alex, if you're listening. Poor bloody man. <laughs> I get off to go. Thank you ever so much, everybody. <laughs> okay. I think we've got to go. Okay. Thank you ever so much, everybody, for listening. Um, and we'll see you again soon. Well, I'll speak to you again soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.